Good evening. Yes. Episode three of Episode Soap and Soap. Episode three. It is, uh, uh, wait, oh, I almost said it was October. It's almost. It's almost October. I mean, well, I guess. No, it's September. It's September 17th, <laughs> 7 o'clock and 17 minutes. Eastern Standard Time. And tonight is Rick and Morty. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Impressive. <laughs> so, so Which brings us to our guest. <laughs> I can't belch on you. It's a, it's, a, it's a good, good. I think we were talking about that you that we were gonna. And we might think that you would probably be the one to do the that. The belt provider. <laughs> no, for yeah. sure, for sure. So <laughs> let's put the name to the belt. That is. Uh, <laughs> It's our special guest. Here. The Mass Belcher. Mass Belcher. Well, now it's like we're having a Bob's Burgers episode. I know, right? The Mass Belcher. And it's Dan. My cousin Dan. Hey guys, how you doing? Sorry about my voice. Uh, I had a great bachelor party weekend. Didn't really think uh, that I'd have to speak for a couple hours afterwards. Um, I feel like it's fitting though. We're going to make it work. We're, or we're gonna, or I'm gonna like run out of this in another half an hour, and they'll just you know pick up my, uh, my dead <laughs> air. You'll write like all That's your right. comments. Yeah, and it'll be on a cue card. Like breaking your screen really down. Fun. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having yeah, me. This is gonna be a fun one. Thanks you know? for this. Will be joining us. This is gonna be a loaded one. Oh, so loaded. This is yeah. super rich. When do we yeah. do we say what it is? Or yeah, we, okay. I mean we already. <laughs> Burped okay. in. Okay. I think we think. And made yeah. a worried, high pitched, cracking voice. <laughs> yeah, I think people should know Rick at this and point. Morty, oh! for, the, for the lay people, that is that is what we are discussing in Wubba, this episode. Wubba, dub, dub. I am in great pain. We're going to get swifty <laughs> in this episode. Oh, jeez. All right. <laughs> so, before we get into all the Rick and Morty goodness, because there is a lot yeah. of shit to cover, this will probably be like an extra long episode, this go-round. Yeah. Um, let's talk about what we are hyped for coming up in pop culture. Sophie, you want to take the floor? Sure. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> thank you for having me begin Generous this. scene partner. <laughs> yes, and. Um, <laughs> I... I'm pretty hyped about, um, actually, A Star is Born, that Ooh. movie that's coming out um, yeah. with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper based off of the other <laughs> Star is Borns, like Which the one? six or seven <laughs> Star is Borns. Uh, well, the, one, the really. one from the 70s, I think it was like, it jumps from the one with Barbara Streisand and then the one prior to like, that. contractually obligated to like, you know, every generation has every star is born. <laughs> Although been... Bradley Cooper was the one who, did he, like, he steamrolled it, basically. Yeah, he's, he was the like one... in the, and he's written and directed it. Yeah. Yeah, and, so uh, clearly he probably was a huge fan. He's doing of his own film. singing too. Who knew yeah. Rocket Raccoon could sing? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so it just brings it in. I love that. But yeah, and I also like that it's now Lady Gaga's time to shine in cinema. Yeah, I I'm think even though yeah, she's already been in films. I mean, in TV, I should she's say. Like she's a been in movie. Was that maybe? I don't know. I feel she's like been she in her own machete. music video films, like you know, any any of the American Horror Story, yeah. exactly. But she's been two thirds of a of a of a triple. What do you call it? A triple threat. Triple threat for yeah. so long. She's just gotta. She's know, gotta really get into. it. I mean, she's yet to get the right. all all of the awards, though, right? Yeah, she's I don't got think a Grammy. She I don't know if she has an Emmy yet, but she's and she definitely could have. Yeah. all of those. But yeah, I just I'm I'm excited um, about that just to see. 
I guess our generation's A Star is Born. I watched the one with Barbara Streisand. I'm just like, oh, this is it looks so really 70s. good. And there's <laughs> like, a lot of Oscar buzz for it already, which is great. Yeah, and I, I just I like their chemistry. I heard their chemistry is good, but I also see it even in the trailers. Even though I don't know, you really shouldn't judge by the trailers, but I, I don't know. I just get a, a vibe that they're. Just the movie is going to be good. So I think you should always judge by the trailer. <laughs> oh God! Oh, but my, I was telling Sophia earlier. My, I met up with my mom today, and uh, who's Dan's aunt? And um, it's true. I can't deny it. <laughs> facts. <laughs> true facts. It's true. But um, also, his mom is my aunt. Get out! Shocker! Dun, dun, See, that's dun. something I never knew. What? 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 Drop the bomb. But he actually got up right now. I don't know where she is. I was shocked. Probably in the bathroom. This is all but news to me. Anyway, uh, my mom said that she wanted to, like, you know, oh, what was it? She wanted to do reviews only on TV shows, only based on, like, the trailers and the ads that she's seen for them. That's fair. So, like, you know. Like, living together, happy together. That yeah, one, that one like, that's. Like, um, God texting you. Gentrification, the sitcom. Yeah. And, uh,. And then the one Which where it's I, like, I wish was its name. I'm going <laughs> to fix all the hospitals because I'm hot doctor guy, white man. Is that New Amsterdam? Yeah. Okay. I'm so out of the loop. I'm a cord cutter. Oh. Uh, so I have no idea what the hell you're going about. Oh, if you they are, don't it will be on, Hulu, on Netflix and Amazon and Hulu probably in the next coming like year, I'm I sure. Know. We only know most of them are not going to make it through. Like we watch a lot of Big Brother, oh, yeah. and so the commercials are always on, and CBS. like kind of like try and plug it. Isn't that over? We wish. I thought they just oh, was it the British version that just wrapped? Yeah, the British version is like done, done, done. Okay. This like, is on its twentieth uh, season. Oh, they're not giving up on Big Brother yeah, anytime no, soon. They're, they're keeping it going. The hype is there. But this and we can discuss that in could later. Could not end faster. It's it's just gotten so very boring. Right, right. But speaking of things that aren't boring, Dan, what are you hyped for coming yeah. up? So I am a cord cutter, so I'm vastly out of most loops. But I will say. I am fucking stoked for Mandy. I need a bloody manic Nicolas Cage in the oh, worst way. Oh, Mandy. Yeah, Mandy. I never heard of this. Oh, do yourself a favor and watch the extended trailer. Like, it's it's basic, and it got 98% on Rotten Tomatoes, and the reviews all say, basically, Nicolas Cage is the most manic the most crazy right. you will ever see him. Prime <laughs> Cage. It's 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 super it's I super no pulpy. It's super this. low budget horror. It's like everything I've ever wanted <gasps> in one tight little Nicholas pa- Nicholas Cage freak out. <laughs> Wait, um, which one is it on? Is it on? It's, it's not, a movie. It's, it's in the theaters, oh, so you can theaters. watch it with other people and smell them. Um, <laughs> I heard it. Yeah. But no, I prefer don't. to smell other people. <laughs> yeah, that's, you want people to make more of these. That's pirate, true. That's pirate true. all the Avengers movies if you want. I have. Good. But, like... <laughs> Call my lawyer. Uh, I, I just play a ne'er do well. Yeah, no, but this one, this one's great. I'm gonna go see it at the Alamo in Ooh, Brooklyn. Oh, as you should, and I think that pay me Alamo. Um, and then also afterwards, the other thing I'm hyped about is I'm going to have a Hard Times Burgers and Delaney Fried Chicken Bang Bang after that event. What are as those you words? should. I, I, I've heard of those, and they all sound perfect for that. Okay, I've heard of Mandy, but I haven't heard of the phone. <laughs> all I, that, like, Hard Times Burgers is awesome, and they have, like, have you been to the decal market yet? 
It's oh, no, but our I friend think I've been it's underground, it. and you just eat till you're oh, stuffed. Oh, so I, mean, I haven't been to that one yet. Food. Oh my god, that sounds. And it's in the you. same. Like, it, of course, it yeah. it's <laughs> in the same like horrible gentrified mall that they created out there. Oh, okay. Um, is it in so that warehouse? Like, am I? Am I? No, it's in wait, this, is like, that garbage the, the mall by Barclays? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So that's the Atlantic Center, and then they built another one in like this like high rise apartment building for fancy folks. Oh, and, but yet they but, still have like amazing burgers. Yeah, and they have I another Target. That's fine. Anyway, but it's like awesome burgers, awesome fried chicken, and I'm gonna have one after the other, and then I'm gonna have to roll myself home. Yeah, no, it's be happy. Yeah, be a happy ball. Oh yes. Happy. I mean, you're gonna need something after all of the Nicholas Cage. All of the Cage. Yeah. yeah. Cage free chicken. Let him in exactly. after. Well, this is oh gonna be cage god. soaked chicken. Oh my god. But yeah, I've only oh read about god. it on Entertainment Weekly, and uh, they said that like when they premiered this movie, like either half the audience was like, "This is the best thing I've ever seen in my life." And the other half, like, walked out. But I think the half that walked out had, like, a stick up their ass. Yeah, the I would tell you they're wrong right now. <laughs> they don't, you, you have to take Cage just as he is, you know? Right. He is perfect. And I'm sure any film that he does now or any film he chooses to do now is just as perfect as he is. I like the one where he was in the face mask of bees. Oh, yeah. The, ah! 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 <laughs> I, I, I know that one most from its myriad gifts. Yes. Yeah, Wicker Man. That's Wicker Man. Yeah, right? Wicker Man. Yeah. I've never seen I the movie, like but the I village. get it because I've been on the internet long enough. Yeah. 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 People don't need to see that. They just know that scene. I've and seen that's bits of like Face Off, too, and that's been like... You know, face that's off. Pretty, I always pretty think great. it's about it's an art like house classic. Yeah, I always, but I don't know why I always think it's it's, it's John Travolta. Yes, it's yeah. it, they're yeah. like following each other, or they're right. They, Isn't that I think like their a thing? faces get switched. Exactly, a hundred percent. Oh, is it their faces get switched? Literally, yeah. they take their faces off, and then they have a face off. Yeah. No. Yeah. I gotta see this it, movie. It is. I thought because I saw in the actual description of it, it's like something have to a little do bit like more a... in depth about just like one person's a criminal, one person is yes. like following him, yeah. and they're just like it's an intrigue. But I didn't. There was no part in that blurb about them taking each other, like their faces are taken off. I mean, I like everything you that. said was totally correct, except for like the fact that their faces come off. What the hell? All right, I gotta see yeah. this. I really do. I think we gotta do like a Nicolas Cage episode. Oh, 100 percent, hundred percent. It's gonna happen. Oh yeah, the hype oh, is yeah. definitely there. We don't <laughs> even need to. Yeah, I know, exactly. We'll just discuss it. I'm inviting myself back. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome back for whatever you yeah. want to guest in on. Excellent. So, yeah. Yeah, what are you hyped about, Sophie? Me? I feel like I'm going to be kind of redundant because the thing I'm hyped about is, like, really similar to the thing I was hyped about last month. Hmm. But it's different enough that it's a different thing itself. <laughs> in a different state. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you already know, you bitch. Um, so, I know. I, I know you. I know. I, I'm excited for Comic-Con. I'm hyped for New York Comic-Con. Um, this is going to be my third Only year going. You. How am I not? Right. It's, it's, it's my happy place. Um, it's my third year going. Uh, I'm going Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. All four days. Um, I'm gonna, I just finished up my cosplay for most of the days. And? And it's gonna be Hidomi from the second season of Fooly Cooly. Uh, and I'm checked back out. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, for those of you who yeah. don't know, it's an, it's an anime. It's the, it actually took over the Rick and Morty time slot on Toonami this year, mm -hmm. uh, this summer. 
And um, and now the third season is currently going a uh, fully coolly alternative. Yeah. Um, for like it's on Saturdays though. It's it's not like every every day it comes on. But um, anyway, so I'm I'm doing that, and then on Saturday, uh, Sophia and I are bringing back our dipple and dip dipple dipple. It's just both of them the same. Yes. Uh, our dipper and, name. Dipper yeah. and Mabel costume from Gravity Falls, uh, new and improved. Mm-hmm. For the one so, day I'm going to Comic-Con. <laughs> exactly. And I'm going to wear all of the glitter on the face. And, uh, and yeah, there's just, like, some really awesome panels this year that yeah. I'm, I'm really excited for. Um, there's also some ones that, like, I really wasn't expecting, like the Boy Meets World panel. Wasn't expecting a Boy Meets World panel. Is I am going to go there. Just a fandom now can like every like every little piece of culture just get a booth at Comic Con just because people Kinda. are excited and about also, it. Also, every Kinda. single thing can get an episode on our show. Right, exactly. All right. Well, I guess yeah. you know that keeps everybody like, in business. Yeah. Well, Comic Con just kind of like it mutated. It, it started out as like you know that little convention for specifically. Comics, comics, superheroes, yeah. that kind of thing. I think, like, eventually it started adding, like, the hell anime and Western animation factor and just, like, exploded into just a celebration of all things pop culture in general. Yeah, pretty so, much. So, I, I think the Boy Meets World one is the most, like, doesn't make sense thing that I've seen so far. I don't even think though I'm so. excited and I want to see it. I mean, I feel like it falls in the same line. Like, last year we saw a oh, hey Arnold panel. panel. So it's just very, like, but it looks like cartoons. I guess. I personally, I think that's kind of garbage. Like, once you start letting in the only 90s kids will remember this crowd, which is fucking everybody, yeah. then you kind of lose the, the niche and nuanced world of nerd culture, which was comic books. Like, some things are hard to get into, and that's like a celebration that rewards the work you have to put in to love something. And if you just start packing in shit that everybody knows about, then it's not a special thing anymore. I do agree that it can get overwhelming. Yeah, I will admit that it's, like, definitely, like, way more just accessible to the masses than it used to be. Yeah. But, um, but there's still, like, a lot of, like, you know, more niche things. Like, once again, like, where else am I going to go dressed up as, like, uh, an anime character from, like, a really obscure show that's getting a little less obscure and people still know I know where well, yeah, you go to Comic Con yeah, now exactly. like you're gonna or have that like a bunch of anime comp convention that they're having separate from Comic Con at the same time. At that. I'm pissed at that. <laughs> Sorry. That makes me worried. Yeah. Like alright, so alright, it's annoying. It's really annoying. So there's another separate convention. Comic Con tickets are about like fifty bucks a pop. Like about. Which is reasonable for what it is. Each day? Yeah. Each huh. day. Oh, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a little chunk of change, but, um, but they decided to do this thing called Anime Fest, and I forget, like, where exactly they're doing it, like, close enough to Comic-Con, yeah, that you can, like, walk there, but, like, not related to, because they have, like, panels in, in all sorts of places, they take over, like, a a whole section of city when they do Comic-Con, the main thing is in the Javits, they've got, like, other panels, like the Archer panel and stuff in Hammerstein, um, and then they've got, like, a couple other panels, like, uh, Riverdale and Gotham in, like, uh, yeah. Madison Square Garden and stuff. And so, like, and you, you know, once you buy a Comic-Con pass, you can go to all of those things. And, uh, and it's not a very far walk to get to any of those places. 
together. So, like, you know, you're not missing out on anything that exciting. Yeah. So they were, like, I guess this is, like, their version of, like, a cheaper alternative or something. I don't know. Probably just making more money. But on some pier, they're doing this anime fest at the same time. And that's, like, about, like, $30 a pop. And, like, if you buy Comic-Con tickets, that doesn't necessarily mean you can go to Anime Fest. And if you buy Anime Fest, you can't necessarily go to Comic-Con. But, like, why would you separate, like, the anime stuff from Comic-Con itself when Comic-Con's still doing anime stuff? My question is, why can't you just have access to Anime Fest if you buy a ticket to Comic-Con because it's more expensive? Right, exactly. So, like, I don't know. I think the whole thing is, like, really bullshit and like the only way I can see it like being beneficial is like if you missed out on Comic-Con things and and so you wanted to like go to something but or maybe it's for the hardcore anime fans who don't want to run into the people who are like oh I like Boy Meets World I guess I'm a nerd <laughs> now like, yeah, yeah. I mean I guess though I can, I can feel your that spot. There's, yeah. a, there's definitely a different vibe at an anime convention compared to like Comic-Con because like I love Comic-Con my heart is is given to Comic-Con. It's my favorite thing. I look forward to it all year. When I was, like, I don't know, 13 or 14, a couple of my um, friends took me to an anime convention with them. And I was like, all right, this is going to be so cool. I know all this stuff. I'm into all this stuff. I'm going to fit right in. Everything's great. And I got there, and I was like, this is overwhelming and terrifying, and I don't like anybody here, and I can't deal, and I want to leave right now. I can imagine a lot of fedoras. A lot of neck beards, yeah. a lot of mall ninjas. A lot of oh, large hell. boobs um, cartoon women. Like, and not only that, and it was like... And then everyone else kind of just flocking to them. It was like in the early thousands, too, so it was yeah. at like peak I feel like I've been to one of those. So like everybody was using that kind of like cutesy, like anime nerd lingo, which is like really gross. Oh, the... Oh, ooh. Yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, it's like, I, I've, I've, I've never said it out loud, but I've seen it represented. Like, you know, you were doing a... Right, movie. like, the peace signs, and they're like, you're so kawaii, and it's like, either speak Japanese, or like, don't just pepper it in Yeesh. there, because like, you saw it in an anime once, oh, and then oh, it's oh. like, I'm gonna glop you, and a stranger grabs you, and you're like, this is not okay. Oh my god. And, yeah, it's... That it's sounds just all but I really think I've gone to one. You sold me. It <laughs> right. sounds fantastic. All right, we're taking down to an anime convention. This is instead of, you, while you go to Comic-Con, you'll go to Anime Fest. Right, exactly. I mean, it's I'll go to Comic-Con, study. but every time by the time I hear about it, the tickets are already sold out, because I'm yeah. not a cool nerd. Speaking of kind of strange fandoms. Right, speaking of strange fandoms. That's a fantastic segue. That is a great segue. We are getting into <laughs> our <laughs> it. Obvious. I feel like I just pissed off, like, you know, whoever's listening to this, I just pissed off a bunch of anime Well, fuck them. Right? I'm a bigger anime fan than you. Right, <laughs> <laughs> you. Anyway, so... You are uh, so kawaii. I'm so kawaii. I'm kawaii. That means scary. But, um, anyway, wow. it's really weird how cute and scary, basically, like, are no, it's not. It's not weird. Yeah. I think that's actually kind of perfect. For Japan, yeah. yeah. The entire For Chucky Japan. franchise is based off it. Right. Mm. Yeah, yeah, there we go. But, uh, yeah, so, <laughs> Rick and Morty! Rick and Morty! So, yes. our little, uh, little primer for Rick and Morty, for those of you who are not in the know, which is really hard to believe at this point. That Except I mean, you for my to. parents. You had My to. parents only. Yeah. Well, shit, do, do, do parents know what podcasts are? Daddy does. Yeah, but yeah. he's like, he cares. Yeah. yeah. He's That's a different weird. kind of parent. He might actually listen to this one now that you're on it. 
listening to ours. He commented on ours before. That's true. That's true. And now he's going to listen to that and hear that. And now, like, next time we all get together, we have to deal with that. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, I trust me. It won't be like that big a deal. (laughs) (laughs) I said something, like, you know, about myself. Nobody's going to give a shit. (laughs) Anyway. um, So Rick and Morty started in 2013. Uh, it's written mostly by Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan Harmon is of community fame. Uh, Justin Roiland, uh, well, I know his, his voice actor work. He's been on Adventure Time. He's been on Gravity Falls. I, I don't necessarily know the rest of his writing creds. Um, mm. It's three seasons long. It has spawned multiple mobile games as well as uh, some VR experiences. Yes. Uh, it has made Cartoon Network bank oh, so yeah. much so that it's been renewed for 70 future episodes. Um, as, as Rick would say, nine, nine seasons, nine more seasons. <laughs> nine, nine more seasons. seasons. <laughs> Rick and Morty forever. Rick and Morty, <laughs> 90 years of Rick and Morty. Until he gets that goddamn sauce. Oh my god, oh, god the sauce. sauce. And, uh, <laughs> and it, it's super, super, super diluted base concept it is about a super genius grandfather rick and his adventures with his dim-witted yet good-hearted grandson morty uh that was based on a short called doc and Marty, which i have not seen because i heard that it was just so unbelievably filthy and gross that it's it's but that's where all the good ones got started like south park was a christmas card that was just like a a horrible horrible joke that was disgusting that earth turned into yeah regular show was that too it was like it was a trippy thing but yeah so that was that was based on like a a parody of doc and marty from back to the future which essentially rick and morty are based on and uh i feel like a doctor who thrown in there oh yeah yeah there's definitely a couple of you know different there's a lot of doctor who in there and uh Bill and, and Ted, yeah. maybe? Who knows? So that's that's just like the basics of uh, of Rick and Morty. Um, if you go beyond that, there's... Oh my god, there's a crap ton to unpack. Uh, I think maybe, like, should we start out with the fandom? Because that's like... And how probably, much they suck. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, let's, uh, let, let's, let's, uh, let's unpack that little present there. Let's go with like the more let's difficult... Let's go in. Let's, let's go in hard. Yeah. All right. Let's 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 really. So number one, straight off the bat, fuck you guys. Because uh, <laughs> you know what, you ruined it for me. Me too. Because I just didn't want to be associated with that. I'm kind of afraid to say that I'm a Rick and Morty fan. Sometimes I love Rick and Morty, Same. and then I was like, and then when I after the whole season three premiere and the Szechuan sauce thing, and everyone like fuck McDonald's straight up. But right. like, but that was a cheap. But fashion. Jesus. Like the Szechuan sauce mania and like that video of the kid standing on the on the on the, the, the cashier okay, that, that and just like screaming. But I'm not gonna but completely knock McDonald's. Places, I'm not too. gonna completely knock McDonald's. Why? Because they got a nod from Rick and Morty. They took the nod. The only thing that I think was really shitty was just providing a limited amount. 
And then just only putting it in for a day? Well, I don't think that, I think they just underestimated, like, the mania of it. I thought, I think they thought, like, you know, this will they be, just like, thought a it would cute be a way to cash promotion. in. Yeah. Like, you know, we'll make a couple extra bucks, like, yeah. you know, yay for us. McDonald's would have been a lot cooler if they just ignored it. McDonald's is right. going to get all the money McDonald's is ever going to get because people drive long distances in America. <laughs> I, I completely I mean, blame they, the fans. Honestly, though, McDonald's just terrible. sent out a tweet that was like, hey, Rick and Morty, should we bring back the Szechuan sauce? Ha ha. Then, like, maybe they could have brought it back full-time Fully. after, like, they got a positive not Twitter response or something. Not putting it in pieces, yeah. But, but, I mean, I'm not completely knocking them. Right. I, I think don't it's really the fans, and they are terrible. Them for the fans' actions. Oh, McDonald's yeah. deserves everything they get, though, because I hate right. them, as, yeah. like, as, a, as an entity. No, it's like well, a yeah, like, yeah. I'm not going to blame them. I'm going I'm not, I'm going to blame the fans and how horrible they are and how, like, they ruined Reddit for me as well. No, oh. I'm I'm addicted to Reddit because I hate my job. <laughs> and, oh my God. Um, <laughs> and let's put this to the masses. <laughs> Daniel hates his job. They're not going to listen, and if they do, they know why. And so, uh, I, I I'm on Reddit a lot, and this the fans took over for such a long period of time. Mm, I'm so smart. I get all these jokes. Like, uh-huh. everyone gets these jokes. If right. it wasn't accessible, it wouldn't have been a success. You're not special. Right. And it's right. on fucking Cartoon Network. Hello. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, oh, I, I'm i sorry. Is, is it as highbrow as Aqua Teen Hunger Force? No, I just, exactly. Like, exactly. <laughs> I don't know if I get those jokes. <laughs> but it just, oh, I feel like it's the specific type of fan. It's, it's... I mean, heck, I'm not, we're, we're, we're going to be assaulting left and right, but it's a branch of nerddom that just thinks, well, they're kind of like in this weird, like... It's entitled. Like, it's, yeah. It's, it's like an entitled... That you don't been, know what they know. Right. They've been rejected by society, so they and think women. they're better. Uh, yeah. or, or, or men, or, or whatever have you. Have you ever heard of well, those, like, incels? Yes. I mean, it kind of touches on your crazy uh, uh, anime crowd. Yeah, exactly. Sure. And I, I think they share a lot of uh, fedoras. Exactly, and they it's like that, that kind of Nick person that like yeah. makes the fandom uncut, and that's that's what made me uncomfortable as a kid going to the anime convention. It was like filled with like that kind of fan. Right. It wasn't somebody that like you know just appreciates. A, a thing and wants to like you know spread their love and connect yeah, with people anger. who also they spread love anger these because they're bitter and they just you know because right. whatever and have you and they found this leader in Rick this kind of smart you know they just think that this guy is represents them but when what, really like, uh, Jerry is the one that represents them right and like what a misguided like, kind of, like leader too because it's like by. By following Rick and, like, thinking that they're like Rick, they completely miss the point of who Rick is. They kind of don't take responsibility for a lot of things that they do, which Rick kind of does. Right. In some aspect. But then he also, yeah, then he always, like, always undoes it, and he's he's very a fluid character, but, like, if you're the kind of person that idolizes Rick, you you miss the point for sure, just like you're saying, like... He's a scumbag. He's a hilarious scumbag. Right. But don't be a scumbag. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, it's like, idol- like we were saying before, it's like idolizing Bojack Horseman. Right. Yeah. Like, although I don't think any sane person would idolize Bojack Horseman. I mean, no. I mean, like, if it's the same people that idolize Rick. I mean, like, Bojack's, Bojack's flaws are a little bit more, like, laid out bare. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's a lot easier to see, because he doesn't really have anything to, like, you know... Excuse 
use it. Like, he doesn't have, like, you know, oh, I'm a brilliant, like, you know, scientist, or, like, here are all the amazing things right. I create that, He's like, like a former child, like a, like a sitcom actor. I think there's a big difference between BoJack Horse. I mean, there's a lot of differences between Rick and BoJack Horse. One Rick. is a horse. Exactly. Very, very <laughs> astute. Very, very nice. astute. Very nice. But I think the, the main difference is that... Uh, I completely fucking forgot. <laughs> oh, no. God damn Built it. Built us up there, Dad. Yeah, I did. I did. It'll come back. It will. But uh, this is part of the problem with coming off a bachelor party. <laughs> I'm, I'm fried here. Um, I wouldn't know. The only time I've been in a bachelor party, I was coming out of the cake. Yeah, I mean, you know, as well as when long as you're well When was that? That was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a good joke. Um, I mean, like, yeah, well, I, I'd say that, like, Rick takes more responsibility than Bojack, um, and also, oh my god, no, I totally forgot the thing that I was going to say. No one will ever know the difference between, between the Rick two. And Bojack, besides that, one I'm not even going to attempt it, because I know I will forget Oh this. my god. I mean, I will just, I don't know, I mean, when it comes to Rick and Bojack, I mean, both of them, deep down... It has a heart in there. They do. Right. They do have true. hearts they in do. there. And then I remember what the fuck I was going to say. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> See? That's yeah. what I was also trying to do is just really edge that out. Thanks for vamping. We got there. We got there, guys. Rick, they gave him godlike powers. Right. So he can do anything. He can deus ex machina his way out of anything that he fucks up or anyone fucks up around him. Bojack has to deal with his consequences right. straight on yeah. and and can't back his way out of it with the flick of a switch. So Rick gets away with it. So a lot Rick more. Rick gets away with it, and that's a funny device that they use because right. the ridiculousness is part of the fun for it. Right. Like, you know, you you, uh, you know, the premiere of season three, the Szechuan sauce oh episode. My God. Right? We're on the heels of a very emotional, you know, bird person's dead, he lost his family, his family's bird breaking person. apart, and then it looks as though Rick did everything in that episode, in, in, including, like, kill the Council of Ricks and take apart the Federation, and he's like, I did it to bring back my family. No, switch it. I did it to bring, bring back, back the, the Szechuan sauce. sauce. Right. Fucking Bojack can't do that. No. <laughs> he breaks everything, and then he either has to put it back together or wallow in the mess that he just created. Right. right. Yeah. And well, the interesting thing about Rick and Morty, too, is, like, where Bojack's consequences come, like, almost immediately. It's like, he fucks up. And then it comes to bite him in the ass, like, basically in the same episode. Rick and Morty is, like, very crafty, where it's like, you think that Rick will get away. Would you say Swifty? Swifty? Would you say Swifty? It's Swifty. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> what you got? Um, like, you know, uh, you think Rick gets away with something, and then, like, several episodes later, or even, like, two seasons later or something, it catches up with him. Um, like, mm. there's, there's this whole undercurrent um, of evil Morty. And Evil Morty is, like, you know, up to something. We saw him the first time in um, in season one. That was actually the, the episode where I knew I was like, I'm in. I'm in. This is, like, I'm, I'm into this show. I was just watching it at that point. And after that episode, I was like, no, you have me. I'm in. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so we, we see him, like, the first time. And he's controlling, like, you know, other Ricks in the Citadel. And he's killing them. And, uh, and he's trying to get, like, you know, our Rick as well. 
And and we see him at the end of the episode kind of, like, go his way. And he pops up again in season three to kind of become the president. Well, not kind of. He becomes the president, president of, of the, the Citadel. Citadel of Ricks. Yeah. So he's got, like, a plan and he's going. And there's definitely a tie back to, like, whether it's our Rick or a Rick. Um, like, you know, a Rick definitely put that in motion. This Morty did not come to being this way yeah. just because like he's naturally like that because from what we know Mortys aren't really like that for the most part yeah I mean we wouldn't know but yeah there's always there's always something and especially like you even see Rick kind of internalizing some things like that episode with Unity you know oh, the ending of that episode that he's got me real good attempting too. to kill himself it, clearly, there is something that is catching up with him. Clearly, he is dealing with that. But yes, you're right. He has these godlike powers. He has all these like so much intelligence and ways to just get away with shit. Yet he knows deep down there, there's still things that he's right. Just, well, like even the the first episode of season three, like you were saying before. Like I know that before that came on, I was like obsessively like. Checking my Google alerts, like, every day, just going, like, is there any news about season three? Is there any news about season three? And I would get these little tidbits, like, you know, Rick breaks out of jail. Like, you know, Beth and Jerry's marriage is over. Summer's going to be in it a little bit more. Like, all these things. And, like, and the way they said it was, like, this was going to last an entire season. This was going to be, like, the plot for the whole third season of Rick and Morty. These things would occur. And because, like, Rick is basically a a living deus ex machina, it all happened in one episode. And ended with Szechuan sauce. <laughs> and I was, I was just like, kind of like, holy shit. And like, honestly, I felt a little like let down by that. I would have liked to see it like play out through an entire season instead of wrap up so quickly in like one episode, even though the episode was good. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what kind of, I like, all right. So I, I finished season two and I was, I was wanting more. And then the fandom kind of turned me off. And then I cord cutter again, so I couldn't watch it until they dumped it on Hulu. Um, so I literally just watched it for the first the season three for the first time last week. Feel lucky! Uh, I had to watch the first uh, episode of the season three in Qatar, and I actually did have to pirate it. And it was this all time. censored. It was all no wait wait wait. <laughs> so like um so I did actually have to pirate the, pirate it this time for real and. Um, it's because I went on the Adult Swim website in Qatar, and I got this, like, little pink page of these, like, little Qatari guys going, like, oh, no, this is porn. <laughs> like, I'm like, it is. But it's, it's porn. It is not. porn, you know. And, and yeah, so, like, I, that's how I had to watch it. But uh, Yeah, I mean, that's they, they blew it up. They blew up the, the whole universe. And I think this is, like, I'm going to get huge, and I'm going to bring it back. But, like, I think this, this is my problem with a lot of popular culture right now in general, like the fucking Avengers. They just, it gets too big and yeah. I don't care anymore. Like, they introduced the infinite Rickaverses and then they made it so anything can happen. Right. And I was just like, if anything can happen, then I don't care. Right. And I'm expecting the unexpected, so when it happens, like, I chuckle a little kind of what Rick feels a lot of the time, too. You That's know, if true. you think about it. There's That's so true. much shit happening, he's like, He's numb to it, yeah, Yeah. because he's seen it all, he's done it all, like, you know... Well, pretty much, and that's another point to bring up, is that he's clearly not the person for this fandom. Like, he doesn't give a shit, where everyone is just, like, worshipping him in reaction to all this, like, oh, we can do anything, we can say anything, like, pretty much... the one true Morty. The one true Morty, right. Um, In in essence, they're kind of like Morty in that respect. mm. They're, They're Rick worshippers... 
and uh, they're not that smart. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because, like, I feel like Morty progresses. He like, does. Morty has I Morty like is that. going on well, like, like a very before. I feel like they're more like arc. Jerry. He is, he's not the same guy that he was in season one. Yeah. Right. Um, he's a little more jaded. He's, he's got a some little bulls more now. careful. Yeah, and he'll like you know he'll call Rick out on shit. He's like you know he's very protective of like Summer and the rest of his family. Yeah. And like I don't think he would have had the the balls to do that in like in season one. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know? also hate that about season two and season three. Really? Like, I actually like, kinda... Yeah, I love the dynamic in season one. I like the fact that the family was kind of oblivious yeah. to how big yeah. the universe was. Because as soon as they let everyone in on the joke, it wasn't that special. Because like part mm-hmm. of the fun of it was like, oh, you didn't just see six aliens arrive out of nowhere. Right. Like, you know, it, it was like, like that a, is kind of the funny It was part. funny. It was like, you know, it had like a little Harry Potterish, you know, world on the side feeling. Right, yeah. No, I, I would agree with that. I actually did like, not even just watching the Tiny Rick episode, I liked how, like, you know, uh, whatever the girl that, um, that Morty likes, I forgot Jessica. her name, Jessica, she's like, is Ricky like your cousin or something? He's like, no, he's my grandpa inside like a clone of his own body as a kid. Like, he just says that, like, I like that. And that nobody questions it, too, is right. kind of, I think, is pretty funny as well. And that it's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, like, no, it is kind of funny how, like, everybody just kind of, like, rolls with the abnormal in, yeah. in the world. But, like, I don't know. I think or in this particular dimension. Right. You never know. It's, like, it's very, it's it's interesting. I, I don't know. I If I had to choose between, like, you know, either Morty being able to have, like, an arc or, like, you know, the... The mysteries of the universe staying secret. Kind of like. I would I would stick with like Morty having an arc because like I mean like I'm a sucker for character development so like mm-hmm. I'll always choose character development. Yeah, but, I mean like, I I can't th- I feel like uh, one can't like go without the other in a way. I mean, look, I'm I'm all for characters evolving. I guess what I I, I don't like is the. The realm of possibilities is infinite, which makes right. makes it you know makes me numb. And then the other thing I don't like is the Dan Har- Harmon after school specialness, mm. where like they they dip it into like this weird emotional zone at the end. Like oh, yeah. I didn't like Scrubs for that reason. I couldn't love Community the way everyone else loved Community because like well, sometimes community. I just want to see horrible people behaving horribly with no fucking lesson. That's why I love Seinfeld. Community is yeah. its like own weird little thing too, and like and that actually like. Dan Harmon is a really interesting writer because, like, I also don't mind like the the fact, like, uh, I mean, like, you know, once again, like BoJack, I don't mind the episodes where it's like, oh, it's funny, it's funny, it's funny. Oh my god, it's really serious. Like, the, I, I don't mind those like uh, emotional whiplash moments. But with Community, it's like it goes to, to Dan Harmon and his like perfectionism, and it kind of like ruins shit. Like Community, I binged the entirety of Community. I think either this spring or this summer recently and it just like it flew the fuck off the rails it was cute and it was funny and it was smart and then like i don't know after like maybe season four or something like that it's I, whoever after I mean, whoever started sound, sound familiar right <laughs> exactly and mm. i think that goes back to like you know dan Harmon and his like weird perfectionism thing that completely like derails everything, and I also think he kind of crawls up his own butt and dies a little 100%. bit. A hundred percent he loves the smell of his own farts, yeah. for sure. Uh, well, I have no experience with Dan Harmon's work besides Rick and Morty. I mean, I, for the most part, 
I've read a couple of articles just about, you know, who he is and, like, what he does. And, I mean, for the most part, yeah, I got nothing to say. But I, I, I don't know. I mean, for me, I like what's going on with the show. I think that there is... I dig now the kind of relationship evolving. I dig discovering a little bit more about Rick and not only it just being kind of like the shit that happens to them and like they're not always... Right, I, li- I would like to that know... Sometimes like they get away with it, but sometimes they don't. Rick like backstory. Because that's the case for, like, to me, making it a little bit more realistic to, I guess, just... Like human emotions. Yeah, I'd say. Human experience in general. I mean, yeah, I get that. Like I just every like, episode I definitely, being after school special or every episode they don't get away with. Or they get away with stuff. I definitely yeah. kind of like yeah. fear for the future of the franchise because I think like, I mean like locking it in for 70 episodes it is does a give lot. You a little bit. And of then like looking at Dan Harmon's past work. We'll be 50 by the time it ends, basically, is what I'm thinking. Well, like, and how slow it takes to, like, you know, to bring out more content. I mean, like, you know, I only know a little bit about, like, Justin Roiland. I know that he voices both Rick and Morty. I know he's got a very specific voice. Um, And I know that he's pals with Alex Hirsch, the creator of Gravity Falls, so he's got to be a good guy. But, but yeah, in, in terms of, like, you know, writing process and stuff, from what I've read, it's, like, you know, he and Dan Harmon have a lot of difficulty in the writer's room because Dan Harmon is like, you know, he needs things to be like just so. And if it's not just so, he won't let it go. And like where Justin Roiland is the one that's like, you know, spewing out ideas that are like, okay, what if it's like a yellow blob and his name is Mr. Poopy Butthole and like this is what happens in this thing. Let's go. Let's do it. So mm. oh, sure. I, that's that's interesting because I haven't read that. Like, so you're saying Justin Roiland's kind of like that guy who throws together that that improvisational yeah. uh, stuff that well, they, he's that the they one make that fun does, of. Yeah, uh, exactly. The voice acting is overall pretty much what he's like. And also, if you've ever seen, there's this um, YouTube video of him on how like how he does voice acting, like. I like like it was a tips of voice acting with um, Justin Roiland, and there was one where it was just like step five, drink Hennessy, and then it like That's takes a, a little sip. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. He takes a little sip. He like drinks it. He's like hmm, and then he just takes the entire bottle and just like <laughs> pours it out into the cup. And I'm like, okay, this is clearly right. what he's like. Well, like from everything I read, like he's the one that's like you know shooting ideas everywhere, and like all of these like like the weird aliens and gadgets and stuff are all coming out of mainly. Uh, Justin Roiland, and then Dan Harmon is the one that's like, okay, now we're like putting this in like a plot and an arc and a story. Fire, fire Dan Harmon. And I, I, I only like the Justin Roiland parts. Plus, uh, didn't it sounds like his uh, assholishness is the one that almost got a Me Too'd last year. Yep, yep, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I think like he apparently everybody was praising his apology or whatever, and I don't think he went as far as like you know. I, I don't think he like. He took flipped it. out on on one of the female writing staff uh, as I interrupt you to make the Me Too. Point. How dare you! How dare you! Me Too right now. Um, and yeah, and she was just she went to uh, the internet and said, you know, Dan Harmon's an asshole, and then apparently he gave the best of the worst apologies. Right. Oh, I mean. I think in the scope of, like, Me Too moments, he he flipped down on her. He admitted that, like, he was kind of digging her. And and I don't know if he was, like, full-on inappropriate. I know he wasn't at the level where, like, he took his penis out at work. 
No, which is like, it was some, like emotional like, pain because like yeah. I think it's because he was attracted to her. He was harder harder on her than the rest of the staff. And right. Kind of, picked on her. Well, and it's funny like, considering, a, like, the fandom was wife and everything like that. The, and now he's, yeah. uh, and now his wife has left him and, and everything like that. Oh, that. yeah, there's a, there's a thing where, um, okay, you know, you know the end of the episodes where they have the chef and he's like, it's a good show! Yeah. yeah. And, like, uh, and they have the little card, like, the title cards, uh, in right. the same way that, like, uh, any Seth MacFarlane show has the like guy that goes have a good night right right, yeah, um, production right yeah so the card that used to come up like for both uh community i don't know if it's like for starburns which is i think one of like justin i'm not la, 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 dan Harmon's writing team or whatever or just dan Harmon himself but his card used to be like a little like claymation couch with like his wife and him and a dog and that used to be, like, little card. And then starting in, like, season three of Rick and Morty, it was just a claymation thing of him on the couch with, like, a liquor bottle and the dog. Jeez. And, uh... That's a Seattle story. Yeah, you're welcome! <laughs> Fun fact! Look for it, kids! Fun fact. Gee, Dan Harmon ruined his own relationship. And, and the title card. And told us the story of his relationship in the credits. Right, exactly. Like Chuck Lorre notes. It's Wait, beautiful. so, I, and maybe I'm wrong on this one, but, like, when the fans came after the female writers, wasn't him, wasn't him and, like, like just everybody working on the show, like, came to the, the defense of the female Yeah, writers. no, they, yeah, they absolutely did. But Was that after or before that happened, though? I'm not sure, because they brought on a crap ton of girls for season three. Right. They, they made like a conscious decision that it's like, you know, we want to be more inclusive, which is, I think is really good because if you actually look at like the Hulu stats and everything like that, 40% of the viewership of Rick and Morty are women. And uh, so they brought on a bunch of more female writers. And um, and of course, immediately they got like, you know, death Backlash, threats and yeah. hate mail and all that kind of stuff. And of Probably same guys that are screaming about the session ones. Yeah, that's the thing. It's just like, it's that entitlement and that weird boys club. Yeah. Yeah. Like. No, but there were some girls there. I'm not going to, I saw the video. There were like a few, but thing. clearly yeah, either were girlfriends, like girlfriends or, or stuff. Like, okay. Like, or just, there are some that are like, just like shitty too. Yeah, just in general, but like, you know. All right. I, I just can't conceptualize a horde of women terrorizing no, McDonald's employees Absolutely as easily not. as I can imagine a horde of men Well, no, clearly the majority were male. Like, majority were male, but there were definitely sprouts of women in the crowd. Right. But and obviously, yeah, for the most like, part. Like, fellas, you wouldn't be involuntarily celibate if you <laughs> let women in the room and let yeah. them share some of your oxygen. Yeah. It took me a while to learn, but hey, you know, the, the non-involuntary celibate life, fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. oh my god yay for you Dan. look at that yay look at you. that you know but it's, it's not like, that hard yeah no it's it's just like it's really yeah, right, that thing oh I mean, we yeah. both have a have experience being women in fandom right and, and fandom yeah like culture. i said yeah the, like we were talking about how before we were like we're gonna be a, we were kind of not i shouldn't say afraid i said it before but i, I should say more like hesitant about saying that we're right, in it's these like, cultures there's this whole thing called, called like the fake nerd girl and yeah. uh and i've been accused of that like you know multiple times and i could nerd anybody under the table that sounds terrible 
I don't agree. Want nerd you under the nerd table. You under nerd, the nerd as far as you possibly. Yeah. Um, I mean, everyone starts out as a, as a poser, right? Right, exactly. Like, but like know. specifically for women, they get accused of like being a poser for nerd shit more often. For than many things, for so sports, like, you know, for anything. Yeah, like there's just any, in general like that. But if you're like, not, you know, oh club, yeah, I'm not. like a big fan of Rick and Morty, they'll be like, okay, tell me what happened in the third episode of season two at like the six minute mark. And I'm like, okay, dude. You don't even why fucking the know. Fuck yeah. Do you know that? yeah, exactly. Can you quote me like the episode six of like, you know, like whatever. Like I could, you know, just throw it back. I, I couldn't even like do that with Sailor Moon. Yeah. And that is like, you know, my, my passion. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it's just, and, and they would never do that to like another Dude. Dude, no. It's like they have to like they you need know, an initiation, to right? Show you that, have like, to oh, test you're the women, but it's like you know, fan. and it's like what? Because I'm trying to impress you. Is that like you yeah. know? Do I really want your seat in me? No, right. I do I mean, not. Exactly. I mean, like you know, it goes hand in hand with um, like there's a specific look that happens too, and it's like I call it the only girl in the comic shop look, <laughs> and it, it's just kind of like this combination of like, what, what are you doing, doing here? here? And you're not here for yourself. Right. I got that look on the subway on the way up here. Why? Because people who look like me don't usually travel above 23rd Street. I mean... <laughs> you, so you, you I, do, I, I sort you, of know you what it's like, like Yeah. Go, go back to Brooklyn. Yeah, I know, right? I'm the only An metal Upper West Sider may or may not, you know. <laughs> you would actually, I'd say less so up here than on the, the east, east side. side. Sure. Yeah. yeah. You get like... By the way, listeners, do you want our address now? <laughs> we're just going to say that vicinity. Yeah. Don't know what city we're in. Actually, probably a couple of episodes we could, did mention that. But never mind. Right, but like, you won't remember. Rick and Morty is like this, like, and it's so funny because all of the things that, like, you know, feed into Rick and Morty are not really, like, part of that, like, boys club in that hardcore way. Like, um, oh. like you know, Back to the Future is very accessible to everybody. Um, Doctor Who now has a lady doctor, and I know, like, plenty of people lost their shit about that, but most people are excited. I'm sure references yeah. that they put in, too. It's like, you know, it's not all just, like, harped on them, like what Family Guy is, and, like, a couple right. of other of these shows that are just really focused on that culture. Right. To really just be outing I will say, targets. what's the mother's name? Sarah Chalk's character. Uh, Beth. Beth. Yeah. Beth, uh... I would say she's a, a powerful woman, and they've written her more into the show. And I think with her arc, she's Same got to make Summer a lot too. of decisions. Sister. Summer got more and more. And then also, honestly, I love the way they wrote Summer even in the first season with the Mr. Yeah. Needful episode. Yeah. When they beat up the Nazis and spit on them in the, in the end credits. I was oh, just like, great. you know what? That was fucking beautiful. And I'm glad she had her own episode. And I think they're doing a better, better job of, you know, mixing up the gender dynamics. Especially, right. uh, it was a There was know, a Summer... Is, Rick episode, too. I yeah, think the one where they yeah. go, the Gazorpazorp episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, what's your take on that? Because they did, um, they did make fun of, like, the whole episode hinged on, I like your top. Right, but, like, for, right. for me, like, I kind of, it was written in a, it was written well. So, instead of me going, like, you know, oh, that's offensive to women, or I was like, I relate to that. I do feel like if a lady compliments my top, then it's like, yes, we are in the sisterhood. But also, like, you know, with, with that episode, it's, like, women talking to women. It's, yeah. it's not really men. And but is, written like, you know, by a, a male-dominated right. writer's room, so yeah. it's, like, you know, I don't know. What I don't know what it's like, making? so I'm very yeah. curious right. as to, like, how you feel about it. I mean, Actually, I might need to rewatch that episode. I don't think I saw it as 
recent. Yeah, because like, because it is I just know women, that there and was it's, that it's just like you know, they, it's like the the men on the planet are like more crazy animals. So they segregated them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember. And the women one. are kind of like in like a like peaceful Amazons. Yeah. Sort of. Okay. So kind of like a, and like you know, like and summer is like kind of like Wonder you know, right? Summer is brought into the fold exactly. because they like her top, and I'm just like. That's how I would make a friend. I get yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's also actually how women relate to <laughs> right. each other, too. And then it does, it kind of, like, lowers guards. If yeah. you, like, talk about, oh, I love your nails. Oh, yes, thank you. Because I do that all the time with cashier women who are, like, frowns for days. Like, right. they are pissed off. They have, like, they want to end their day. And I just tell them, like, nice nail color. You see a smile on their face. Right. They are open oh, to you. And there's, there's a little bit of that kind There's of, a quote that's been attributed to like many, many female fashion designers. And that's, women don't dress for men, they dress for other women. And I'm very much like a proponent of that because like when I... men don't give a shit. Like right, they care I'm about what's actually I don't care underneath if like, it. you know, some boy is going to be like... Don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> oh, what you care about? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, I want to say like, hey, that's really cool hair color Okay. But, like, I'm scared, right. and I shouldn't. And so I right. No, you, that, that's okay, though. If you say it, I think it probably will still be welcome, right. depending on the nobody wants to talk though. to anybody on the subway. No. I mean, like... I, I've done it a couple of times, and I feel like I've creeped people out. People like, talk to me on the subway a lot, but that's because I'm usually wearing really unique pieces. So yeah. it's like, yeah. you know, if somebody sees, like, a pocketbook that is actually a working telephone, then people <laughs> comment. Yeah. Or your bag lights up and says, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's also... Worth a comment. Yeah, it was um, the voice actor guest star on that episode was. I hope you can help me. Is, oh, it was sure. the woman who played Cersei on uh, Lord oh, of the Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lord of the, <laughs> Lord of the Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones is. Yeah. Game, Game, Game of, of Thrones and Lord of the Flies cross episode. Yeah. <laughs> I remember one time I was watching that with my parents because I, I don't really watch Game of Thrones and uh, and I was watching that with my parents and I don't know somebody da, da, got like da, 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 that's all I know yeah. about it too. I don't watch <laughs> my mom like Game of Thrones is Game of Thrones is but like somebody got like decapitated or whatever and my mom just looks at me and goes oh Sophie this isn't for you and I'm like I'm twin <laughs> like why are you saying that what. Oh, my God. But, like, on the show, she's a very strong female character, and I feel like she wouldn't have signed off on the script if it was belittling. Yeah. Well, I think, like, you know, that almost kind of goes hand in hand with um, Bob's Burgers. Okay. So, in Bob's Burgers, uh, two of the main female characters who are incredibly well-rounded, strong female characters who are written so, so well and realistically are played by men. Mm-hmm. And that's the mom, Linda, and the oldest daughter, Tina. Yep. And they're yep. voiced by men, and yet they are the most realistic female characters I have ever seen in a cartoon. I know. And most, like, independent and, like, best representations of, like, you know, a strong, independent female character in, like, any of those, like, Family Guy, Simpson, like, domestic... To me, actually, more so than some of the... Uh, the character is voiced by women, to be right. quite honest. Exactly. Well, like, because the characters voiced by women are Louise. And, and no, and, and, and the sister. And what's her name? Oh, my God. Why Gail. Gail. But, like, you know, so that's, like, mostly written by men. And the characters are even voiced by men. And yet I identify so much with, like, Linda and Tina and, like, all the women of the Belcher clan. And I, and I see them as, like, real women. I don't, like, stop and think while I'm watching, like... Oh, that's a dude. I'm like, no, that's Linda. That's Tina. Like, you know. Yeah. So I. I mean, I see Eugene Merman as a real woman. 
he he also sees himself as a real. Oh, He's I so think hundred percent. By the way, I did a quiz on which Bob's Burgers person I am um, at work, and I'm Jean. That's not surprising. Yeah. I'm the burgers. The actual burgers. Yeah, the actual hamburgers yeah, in our cookbook yeah. here, which I still need to cook. I'm one Louise. Day. I'm an enthusiastic yeah. con woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, who, who, make, who also makes cataclysmic mistakes. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think, uh, especially in the third season, like, uh, granted, they did add a lot more female writers, but like, I've never particularly been bothered by the content in Rick and Morty itself in regards to how it treats female characters or, um, you know, or any kind yeah. of misogyny. I, that has never once bothered me. Um, like, you know, like the way they do it in Family Guy bothers me. And it's hard for me to watch Family Guy. Rick and Morty never felt that way. Ever. Oh, family is just trash. Oh my god, is it? Yeah. It's beyond. But it, fe- it fuels all this fandom too. Right. Yeah. It's, it's like those it really same just confirms dudes. their opinions and what they say. Or like, oh, like the Family Guy episode. <laughs> like, oh, well, uh, I mean, okay. So, so getting back to like the BoJack thing, there's a quote in the most recent season, and I'm not gonna like say who says it or any context because no it just came out on Friday, and I'm a freak who watched it all that same day. Um, to be fair, I got How are you feeling? Are you in a good place? Oh, Binging Bojack has driven me to the edge. I, I already have depression. I'm fine. Right, but like, you know, <laughs> there's a certain baseline that we're all okay God. with, and there's like extra special depression. Right, well, okay. Uh, I did once have a depressive episode watching a Let's Play of a video game. Um, oh, so so you 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 flow in the wind pretty freely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, if you saw the video game, you would not say that. Uh, oh. For anybody listening at home, do not um, indulge in Doki Doki Literature Club. You will regret it. Uh, there is a sign in front of it that says, <laughs> oh, "I know, I know." There is for a something sign that, that sounds says, like, like you that. Know, yes. If you have mental like issues or whatever, don't. Play this game. And to what Sophie thought, challenge game. accepted. Right, exactly. <laughs> and I was like, push, pause. Like, no oh, one's oh, more morose oh. than me. <laughs> I've seen worse. And cue me, like, you know, like, you know, just walking around the house with my hair undone, like, locking myself in the room <laughs> for a week. Um, and then watching Brat- Black Panther stone faced. It was, yeah, like, was like, great. Great. Um, Black Panther. Black Panther. Actually, Black Panther kind of took me out of it. I was like, I feel a little better now. Just because Black Panther can, (laughs) and I'm going to say, even though despite all the Avengers comments you've said, that is a goddamn good movie. But do you know why it was a good movie? Because they shrunk it down. Right. They shrunk it down. It was about Wakanda. It was just about everything else. Was like the the universe is going to die, and then it doesn't. And we all know the universe isn't going to die because we live in it. Wakanda. (laughs) Could get wiped off the face of the earth. That's I true. don't know. There's a little more at stake. That's Even true. though it's smaller, yeah. there's more at stake. Right. That's true. Which is why I think Captain Marvel's going to be pretty good, too. Captain Marvel's going to be the tits. Oh, I cannot wait. But, um, but so there's this quote in, in BoJack Horseman Season 5. They're working on this show. It's like a true detective-style show. And uh, one of the writers is like, you know, I quit. I can't do anymore uh, because the, the main character, played by BoJack, is very BoJack-esque. And she's like, look, uh, this show is letting, like, letting it be okay for people to not change. For them to say, like, you know, oh, I see a character and I, ident- and I identify with it, so that means I'm okay. 
And that's not true. You see a character and like, you know, who has flaws, you can identify with it, but then the character should have an arc and the character should grow or the sh character should like pay for their consequences. And then you should be able to go like, I need to do that too. Or you watch that character and you go, that guy's a schmuck. Good thing I'm not a schmuck. But then that also like kind of sells a lot of fans short. I know I understand that there is a bunch of people out there that do do this, but you know, how about those people that just take the show at face value as well and just like, this is a show about this character. And like you said, you like to watch a show just like, you know, they are people that get shit like handed to them and that's it. Like, yeah. that's it. But, you know, I think sometimes that's a, I, I like arcs as much as the next guy, but there's, there can be a show where there is no resolution to their personalities, you know? And did people just find that enjoyable? Right. Well, like you were saying, like Seinfeld, where, like, you know, right. like, they're shitty people and they just continue to yeah. be they Nine continue seasons, to be shitty. no fucking arc. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and, and it's nine seasons. It lasted this long. And, you know, I, I mean, that idea with Rick and Morty, there's a little bit of both. Right. But, like, um, I don't think, like, Seinfeld never, Seinfeld never says it's okay. Seinfeld never says that, like, you know, okay, does Rick and Morty say it's okay? These are, like, the shitty things that these people do. Rick and Morty goes ahead and says it's not okay. Yeah, they don't say it. They don't, like, they flat out say. then they resolve it with nonsense or... Right, or no Which does then... Yeah, which does tend to pay blind people to think that it is. Or, like, you know, he gets what he wants. Or then he just has a pity party for himself and the next day, like, you know, goes back to, like, drinking and... Exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. There's no consequences. But for if, you know, people are clearly dumb if they don't think that that's somebody in pain. Like you know, right. at this point, you know, they're like, okay, this guy clearly has right. issues. Rick hates. He's himself. not my hero. Like, right. so it's like, don't like, why, why would this be your like, you know, your idol when he hates himself, and it's blatantly obvious that he hates himself. Yeah. I mean, I think people see behavior that they wish they could act upon or yeah. emotions that they recognize, which makes a good, strong character. Yeah. But, you know, one thing is you have to recognize that someone drew that and <laughs> no one drew you. Right. And the other thing you have to realize right. is this is somebody else's creation that they're inviting you to enjoy with you. Right, exactly. And they can take that intellectual property and try out a million different things with it. Exactly. When you hold writers hostage True. to retread the same ground over and over again, then you're going to get real fucking pissed off. There was like exactly. a point made, I think sometime in college, about live theater mm. and like how a sh a story doesn't end when with the writer. Like, the writer could take it as far as it could go, and then there's so many different, like, you know, fan art or whatever, just, like, all these different things that people could do it with it. Right. But people critique it as if it's, this, it's like, offending the art, you know? Like, it's, it's offending right. the writer's like, you know, intentions like of it, right but now, the writer I think intended an, it to be all open. black production of Oklahoma that's coming out. And, like, you know... <laughs> I know where this is going. I, no, if I'm not laughing. If you didn't hear that, Dan just chuckled very, very Because I know where this is going. I know this is going down the same route that Finn went in in Star Wars. You know, right. It's impossible to have black star troopers. No, it isn't. It's the fucking Star Wars <laughs> You're universe. You're in space. <laughs> yeah. It's space. Have you been to space? <laughs> like, I haven't been to space. <laughs> have you been to Oklahoma? I haven't been to Oklahoma. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, actually, um, I... We did read somewhere that, like, you know, most cowboys were black. 
Like a lot of like yeah. cowboys were actually black. They weren't like you know. So Blazing John Saddles Wayne. was based was on accurate. a true, true story. Yeah. Accurate. Historically, yeah. Yeah. go back and get a shitload of dimes. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, like, you know, so this is all black Oklahoma, and it doesn't, like, you know, it'll change the story because now there are different undertones to it yeah. and everything like that. But that's the beauty of theater. What's wrong you with can that? interpret it any way that you want to. Right. If you want to put Oklahoma in space, you can still do that. And, like, you know, as long as it makes sense. And right, like, as long know, as it makes sense is really what it is, but like, right. you know, there's... And Rick and Morty does not make any fucking sense. Or, yeah, or it, it makes <laughs> so little sense that it's okay that you can fuck with it, kind right. of thing. Like, yeah. it, there's two different ends of the spectrum. But, like, yeah, I think that, um... Right, so you can't be demanding that, like, you know, this character has this trait and that's that, and that's, like, and all they ever will be, like... Right, like, like you like said, saying, you can't like, keep, like, the writers hostage like that. Yeah. This is not how it should be. This is how it should be. They wrote it. Right. They can do you don't what like they it. like. You write your own cartoon. Right. Or you Thank can write you. a fan art, uh, like fan fiction of it that's your control. Right. Exactly. Is there Rick and Morty uh, erotic fan fiction? Oh, I'm Are sure Are you of fucking it. kidding me? Have of you seen it? there is. I haven't seen oh, it, but I know about it. I know, it. dude. I'm going to do it as soon as I get home. I, well, there's already some, like, oh weird God, erotic undertones right. in the actual, like, show. People ship. People ship Rick with Morty. That's disgusting. Yeah. Incest? Statutory? You can't see my face right now, but I just realized what shit means because I'm a little older. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, I was like, oh, they must come in the same package if you order them from Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Oh, God! <laughs> Actually, I know the etymology of that. It's really dumb. Relationship. Um, you think that. Oh. But it's not. Explain me, That's Lucy. the thing that makes sense. Shipping came from Pokemon uh, because people thought Jesse and James should be together, and they called it rocket shipping, which came off to shipping. It came from them, yep. and it became from rocket ship. Yep. But aren't they related? No. 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 Oh, I always so thought I think, Jesse and James were. No, I think James, but James, and, James is probably is supposedly gay. homosexual. Yeah. yeah. Or, or at least I need to go back and watch both of them. <laughs> I missed a lot of undertones. Well, they were very much, like, weirdly, like, flirtatious with each other. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know where or who, or, like, what was the intention of that, but it seemed to me, like, in America, it looked pushed more that he wasn't, but I think maybe, I, I don't know how it was. I mean, I don't, I don't know, I don't know too much about... Pokemon, but like any, he was very anything flamboyant. that I've seen, I it always just clicked with me that like oh James is gay and he and Jesse are pals. Yeah, no, I mean there was a definite like but there was he there never, was a he never helped him blast off. There was like it was there. Nothing with the rocket ship. Yeah. No, there was no. But yeah, that's that's where that's where it comes from. <laughs> oh God, that's ridiculous. I know, stupid. I know, I know. When there's flat Upsetting. out like a relationship. Oh, yeah. Well, my God. <laughs> if you can't you can't see this because this is a podcast, I didn't oh, realize. No! But <laughs> no! I have these two little Funko dolls of Rick and Morty, and they're kissing, oh! and they're oh Morty, oh, 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 oh Morty, oh, oh Rick. No, all right, you're separated. This is only oh, okay in the Midwest. Oh, no, oh, no. Not Wait, to harp on the Midwest, but it's the, only. What was that? 
uh, club they went to in the, the Citadel that was like Dirty Morty or like the Creepy Morty. The Creepy, Creepy Morty. Morty. Yeah, the strip club where Morty's <laughs> right, where Morty dancing dance for Ricks. for Morty's. I don't know. I thought it was for Ricks too. Either way. Anyone. Anyone. The Morty's are there. Oh, the Cowboy right. Morty was there. Yeah, yeah the Cowboy Morty. And the uh, Morty McFly you could see from the back. That was great. Oh, I wish I knew how to quit you, Rick. Oh my God. Yeah, no, they, they do a uh, lot <laughs> at me and, oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I know that, and they also uh, they ship uh, Rick with a character from really Gravity Falls. Look at each other. <laughs> <laughs> There's like another Funko behind you. Poor Bob Belcher is just standing there, <laughs> like, "What have I seen? He I'll likes, never make another burger in my life." <laughs> exactly. He likes to watch. <laughs> he just has this haunted look. But um, those those little <laughs> black hard children over oh, here. Oh God, no! Don't get ideas. But, um, oh, no. but, uh, yeah, no, they also ship, uh, Rick with Ford from Gravity Falls, another old man time traveler. Well, that's not so, as bad as little... shipping your grandson of a know, younger, I, <laughs> 14. I, I ship with you with, uh, Grandma Mimi. I mean, that's, when? Uh, no. that's been a thing for such a long time. <laughs> Oh, dear. I am so glad I was not a part of that. I, I, regret, I regret that joke. I have lots of regrets right now. No regrets. I regret that joke, and I don't even know about it. I, I deeply regret it. Anyway. All right. So. You just got to lean in. What are our conclusions with this? Yeah, to wrap do, things up. Do we think that Rick and Morty is worth the hype it gets? I mean, 100% it's worth the hype as a show. It I just don't. I just don't think it's, yeah. well, I won't say it's worth, it's, it's not worth the shitty fans. It's not worth the mania. Yeah. I, yeah, I think that's what it all boils down to because, God, like, don't, it's not that cool. It's not that awesome. <laughs> it's, it's rock solid and it's fun and it, and it, it certainly, it certainly I woke me up I, when it came out. I yeah. was, I, I, it, it, it shattered a lot of things while also yeah. bringing Szechuan sauce isn't the end all be all to life. There and it is. And that was also yeah. just a fucking gag. It was like, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, the gag people should be focusing on is the seven minute court case. Oh my God, we can talk did, about that. Which yeah. is my favorite thing. Please do yourself a favor. And and Google the the Gort, the Georgia court case. Yeah. Uh, it was it was an arraignment or something. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, real life. Real life it arraignment. Actually where, happened. Yeah. The 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 person who was being arraigned was a prisoner uh, who was being arraigned for committing murder in prison, and he just him and the judge went after it like they told each other to suck each other's dicks and. It, and it gets a lot better from there, or worse, depending on how prude you are. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, and, and Morty's the judge, and Rick is the prisoner. Please do yourself a favor. Yeah, that, that was pretty great. That if is I, I, There was, too. like, some court case, and it was some rapper who was on trial or something. And, um, and the, I forgot, like, the lawyer or the judge asked, like, you know, did you do it? Are you guilty? And his response was, bitch, I might be. Yeah, and it reminds me a lot of the. It's it's the seven minute version. <laughs> that that yeah. reminds you of the like censored version right, of what actually exactly. happened. This is like I only watched half of it, and I was already like, oh, <laughs> like just in inward and outward, like this is amazing, and this is what people should be hyped about. Exactly, this is right. something like, like the clever shit they do, and like you but know, that also like the smaller moments about, in yeah. 
Look right. for the, the little things, the, the the name drops, the fun that they have, and the references that they bring in. Because yeah. they do such a good job of bringing in everyone's favorite pieces of, of culture yeah. and, and bringing it into their universe and making fun of it and having fun with it. But I definitely don't think it's some sort of Bible with which to base your life. No. And if anything, it's just another thing to make fun of. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, like, I'm I'm a big fan of it. Uh, I've, I've been a fan since before it was cool. And, um, <laughs> which is last year. Like, literally. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Well, I've, I've been watching it since, like, you know, it, it came out. And um, and I got a lot of my friends into it. Me. Uh, <laughs> through that. And, um, and yeah, so I think the, the hype is definitely, like, for real. Because it's clever and it's smart and it gets all these yes. great comedians and actors on and like you know it ties into like all these other really funny things like like i said uh mentioned a couple times before uh with the gravity falls stuff like there's gravity falls easter eggs all over rick and morty like yeah you showed me one last time yeah there's there are characters that are dressed up like gravity falls characters in the background the main villain pops up in one um yeah uh, there, there's things that are written there. There's an, the creator of Gravity Falls does a cameo in it. Um, in, in an episode of Gravity Falls, uh, a couple things go through a portal and pop out in Rick and Morty. Um, so I just think like all of those things are like super, super clever and super, super smart. And the humor is on point. But the mania is just... I, I, don't, I don't understand it. I absolutely yeah. don't get it. It's... I understand why these people are looking for something to cling to and why it's Rick and Morty, but it, it really does destroy such a, a really good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, over, like, overzealousness in general. Right. Um, in general, but, like, with the show, too, it's just, like, taking certain aspects of the show and not really understanding what it was meant to be. Right, like putting them through yeah. like a toxic filter. Exactly. Well, let, let's see what happens. I mean, let's, it's been, it's it could die in the down. next six, I, I think, I think the, the mania over the Szechuan sauce was, was a type of punctuation mark on that like sort of toxic point. fandom. Yeah, like it certainly, it certainly held What's a mirror up yes, exactly. to how a ridiculous on it. these people were a- acting. I gotta say, I mean, in considering a, that like the show is now very mainstream too. Yeah, it's super mainstream. Yeah, so let's see, let's see if it backs off because yeah. you know I was able to well, enjoy. Until the Szechuan sauce gets less than five hundred and fifty dollars on eBay, we will see when that. Like, I'm shelling out that kind of money for Crystal Pepsi and nothing else. No, I've had it. It's delicious. They brought it back in a store for like a hot second. Yeah. Makes a great, great rosé cooler. Ooh. Damn straight. Ooh. Crystal Pepsi so for We not only comment on fandom, we give you good advice on, on, on drinks and cocktails right. and food. Exactly. It's a rosé cooler with Crystal Pepsi and a nutcracker. There we go. Yeah, if there's something I know, it's uh, glowing screens and casual alcoholism. Mm. That's the title of the blog. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking memoir. Yeah, glowing screens and casual. Right, so Dan can have glowing screens and casual alcoholism, and I have places I've thrown up. Yeah. I know I some of these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a walking tour. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. A walking tour <laughs> and an audio book. Right, <laughs> it also includes Qatar, so it's like a bit of a walk, but yeah. it's, you get your steps in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
So with that, um, we will see Sign you off, yeah. next month. Uh, we haven't picked a topic yet. Keep you on your toes. Yeah. Probably something Halloween themed. Right. Maybe over the garden wall. Yeah. Over the garden wall or something Tim Burton-esque perhaps. Could do a Tim Burton episode. Um, That could be fun. Yeah. Like just in general the Tim Burton culture. Riverdale. Oh. Or that too. Sabrina. Or that too. That's an idea. So many possibilities. Actually, maybe it might be something and it leaves you open to decide. Maybe you can let us know on our page if you're interested in having us cover something more Halloween-esque since we have a couple of episodes. We have that Facebook page thing. Yeah. Which I invited a good portion of people now. Right. There's like 20 people, which is better than known. (laughs) No. I'm going to go home. I'm going to follow and I'm going to vote for John Carpenter 811 times. (laughs) So, (laughs) (laughs) so if you want to hear something else, you should uh, be active on their page. Please, God, (laughs) please! I'd rather do like a Nightmare on Elm Street episode. Just shift it to Halloween, and you're there. Oh, goodbye! (laughs) Goodbye!